Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, good morning. Here we are again in uh, mid-September, and we're having a good time with the covenant, uh, blessed to be a blessing, and uh, we've been talking about you know desires of your heart, and uh, we gave a great couple of great examples last time of you know you enjoying the pool, you and Dan enjoying the pool. Um, what what are some other things that that you have experienced uh, of God kind of giving you the desire of your heart and just syncing up some things that you you've enjoyed you and dan have enjoyed what are, what are some of the other things that you, oh, you enjoy? there are so many um one that just comes to mind though um that i'd love to share actually has to do with anna mm-hmm. um and her summer job i don't know if i don't remember if i shared this with you or not but just um it's i think it goes to a good example of processing desires of our heart with god and stuff too And as we were approaching summertime, you know, she graduated in May and heading off to college. So this was going to be her last summer at home. And um, and one of the things we were talking about is really what is your desire for this summer? What would that look like? Mm. And and talking to her about processing with God, you know, hey, what are things that you really would love? And so she started to make a list of what would be important to her and how she'd love to spend her time and then took that list and surrendered it to God and prayed over it. And, um, you know, and things on there, she wanted good quality time with friends. She wanted good family time. She wanted the freedom to do some traveling that we were planning on doing. And typically she has been a camp counselor for every summer, which um, of her working years anyway. Um, And that can be super fun for her, but also very demanding and a full 40 hours a week and doesn't pay phenomenal. Um, and all of that, but it's been great experience for her. But anyway, she she really wasn't feeling like that's how she wanted to spend this last summer um, because she wanted rest and refreshment going into the year and just to have some quality time. So there were some key things that she put as a desire of her heart um, on that list and then began praying over, okay, God, what do you have for her for a job in the summer that would meet these? Mm-hmm. And as we were talking and praying about it, one of the things we laughed, were like, you know, what would be really ideal would be if you just had a job on Wednesdays and Thursdays, <laughs> because then we'd have long weekends, we could play and oh, by the way, it'd be great if it paid as much as your full-time job yeah, right. would have, you know, that? and, and we're just kind of like, then we can sit by the pool and like, oh yeah, then we can have more, you know, we talk about the pool, we could have more pool time together, all of this. And lo and behold, had we no more prayed and spoken that a few days later, she gets a text from a neighbor that she typically babysits for. Not sure if you're interested in this or not, but I'm looking for a nanny for the kids this summer, but I only need it for Wednesdays and Thursdays. And by the way, I'm paying you X amount, which in those two days, she would then make equivalent to what she made working full time for camp. Hmm. she's next door for the summer working those and one of the things that she does with the kids is bring them to sit by the pool so i get to hang out with her even (laughs) but it's just that's one of those sweet things that it was like okay god what is important to you 
this is important to me. What's important to you? And, and praying about it and surrendering it and then watching him just deliver it up and say, do you see that I see your heart? And I delight to give this to you and it's going to be a blessing. And then he continued to speak over that to her in incredible ways, purpose over why he even assigned her to those children. Mm. And, um, and it's been truly a blessing, things that she has been able to share and pour into them for the summer and, and her parents, I was just meeting with the other day. And um, they were talking about just what a light that has been and what a, a phenomenal influence, godly influence she has been on them for the summer. And so again, it was giving her the desires of her heart, giving me the desires of my heart as a mom. And it was this flow through blessed to be a blessing because in delivering that desire, he also blessed that family, blessed those children. And it's just been amazing to watch the whole thing flow together. Yeah. Um, and as she uh, kind of recognized that, what um, what all by itself did she delight in experiencing that she knew that God had given their desire of her heart? And so it's that. Well, first of all, I'm 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 enjoying the the stuff that I'm getting right. receiving, but there's even a higher level of delight yes. in I now know that God delights in me because I see that he's the one doing it's it. So, so personal. Yeah. She, you know, there's, it, it shows you this personal side of God that he really is. He knows your heart, knows your desires because he wired you. Right. He made you that way. He has placed these desires. And when you're walking with him, he places desires for what his best is in your heart and then delights to give them and and you do come away i think that was a real strong growing point for her just even to see you know as she's heading off to college that reassurance he sees me personally and is so invested in the details i simply need to stay with him and ask him and surrender and and what he has is truly best none better so why would i want something else right that's right uh, and as we talk about it, remember, it's uh, God says, I want to, uh, if you delight in me and I delight in you, which is relationship, um, he delights then in delivering mm -hmm. what I call syncing up uh, circumstances, things in life, events, real things that um, start to excite you. Right. And it's uh, truly comical sometimes to see how he orchestrates them, yeah. right? As only he could do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's really spectacular. Um, so that uh, he says, I know that. Um, see, he says, I know you because I made you. I created you. Mm -hmm. And remember, we're unique. Uh, we have certain uh, abilities, passions, interests, uh, things that excite us. Uh, and that's what's so beautiful about the body of Christ is that there's no universal... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, activity or thing that everybody likes, you know, like, um, uh, for example, um, I really like snow skiing. Right. Uh, and, go, you know, going to the mountains and skiing downhill and, and going, you know, fast. And I can even do moguls. Anything where you get to go fast, yeah. you like, don't you? <laughs> I do. Um, and, uh, but other people, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't even like thinking of snow, you know, I, it, mm -hmm. it, you know, and so it's, it's not, um, uh, you know, let's all try to figure out the way to go. Is that God says, I know you so personally. Because that, he made you. Because I made you. I'm going to deliver yeah. to you uh, the true desire of your heart. Uh, and, we, you know, you just mentioned for me that I like going fast. I do. Uh, and 
cars and skis and you know whatever <laughs> uh, and um, I have loved the aspect of driving race cars mm-hmm. if I could you know and even uh, at one point thinking about owning one uh, which God helped me realize that uh, what he really want I like driving fast he said well uh, <laughs> let me let me have you experience that you don't have to own one so you might you think enjoy it, you, someone else's <laughs> it's a, you might think it's a desire of your heart but actually what a desire of your heart is is going fast in a race car you know let me deliver to you um, and uh, I'll show you how, how I'm going to do that mm-hmm. and fulfill your desire of your heart so uh, I happen to be on a uh, a board of uh, a manufacturing company out of Ohio and uh, we were working on an acquisition in Italy mm-hmm. um, and it was a cool experience of abiding the whole board was with believers and we abided and uh, the deal that we were trying to make just didn't come together mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we didn't force it uh, and we kept asking father what do you have to say and he basically said not yet and it wasn't right yet yeah there's reasons why you want it but not yet um and what walk away from it mm-hmm. uh, we did and we did we said we can't do it that way and we walked away a year later uh, the company comes back and says we've reconsidered uh, we know your position we'd like to now go go and try to make your position work for us could we re- re-engage you know, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Uh, and so we did. And, and uh, you know, the leader, CEO Morrison, uh, uh, he processed it and they, they made a deal and we acquired the company. Uh, well, <laughs> the company um, is in uh, Modena, uh, Italy, mm-hmm. which is the uh, headquarters of Ferrari. Oh, wow. So uh, <laughs> they said, let's have, let's have a board meeting uh, over at this new company. And well, Morris, if I have to. And like, okay, sure, yeah, I'll suffer for that. And uh, you know, bring your spouses, and we did. And uh, and they said, um, I'll arrange. Morrison said, I'll arrange for us to spend a day uh, going to Ferrari, mm-hmm. and they have a racetrack that you could, you know, race race cars. And oh, great, hallelujah, you know. And uh, yes, uh, I'm in. You know, let's go. So we go. Um, and the racetrack is about uh, 45 minutes to an hour away from the where that where you have to meet at the factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're all going to get on a bus to go to the racetrack, uh, and we're just standing there, uh, just waiting for the the bus to come up, and then we're all going to get on it. And while we're standing there, uh, a driver comes over to me and says, "Would you?" like to drive uh, the Lamborghini. We need to get the Lamborghini to the track. <laughs> Would you like to drive the Lamborghini to the track? And Again, I said, if I have to, <laughs> I said, yeah, let me pray about it. Yes, you know, of course, you know, and I said, okay, you come with me. You other, you other uh, guys, you got to ride the bus, but Rich, and it was just, <laughs> just come with me. So I, we go. And so uh, we're uh, getting in the car. Uh, and he's got to teach me again these it's paddles and race car it's a race car and mm-hmm. and I got to ride it over and, and so we're going on traffic uh, in the road and the and it's a two lane road uh-huh. uh, and so I'm going you know I'm just going the speed of traffic and there's cars in front of me and he says well, what are you doing <laughs> I said what do you mean what am I doing I'm I, I, I'm going the speed of traffic and I can't you know the, I can't pass these cars because there's cars coming the other way he says yes you can uh, he oh, said, no. "Do you realize you realize you're in a race car?" Um, 
don't worry, we can do it. You know, and so he says, you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, go out there and pass that car. Uh, so you know, a car comes and he's okay now. You know, and, and you got What you do is you you floor it by by hitting the paddle, which is the uh-huh. accelerator, and it immediately, you know, goes from going 40, 50, 60 miles an hour to 140 miles an hour. Oh my goodness! Uh, boom! You know, and you're. Around I get the, anxiety just hearing know, this story. You, you know, you, you're, around, you're around the car. You know, and that car's coming, but you're around it. He said, "You see, so the whole time, I'm driving. Uh, I'm." passing all these cars, uh, you know, with with uh, not a lot of room uh, to get in between, you know, but, it, you know, he, he helped me do it. And uh, so I'm glad we, Linda was on the bus, she, right? She was not with me. Yeah, she was, uh, she'd be uh, screaming. She'd so, be squealing the whole way. So, uh, you know, we got there in about 30 minutes and the bus got there in about an hour or so. But, um, uh, and I was, talk, I was talking to him and, you know, who are you and what do you do? And he said, well, uh, a couple years ago, I won Le Mans. Um, so you, you, you won Le Mans. Yeah. Wow. He said, we, we won it. And, um, I said, well, what was the key, you know, to, uh, you win it? And he said, well, first of all, uh, you got to have great mechanics that you got to keep, cause you, you only have one car and oh, if, cause they if, have to change things so quickly, right? change it, but you got to have it working for 24 hours. So mm. if it breaks down, it breaks down, you're out. You can't get another car. You're, you gotta, you gotta, right. so you gotta la- the car's gotta last. Uh, so you got to have good mechanics and, and all that. And he said, but two is we, there's a team of three of us and it's 24 hours. And so we go on for two to four hours and then off. He mm-hmm. said, we practiced sleeping so mm. that when our, when our shift was over, we'd go sleep and then we were refreshed and we never got, we never got overtired or ever weary wow. because we were actually really good at it. Of course, you know, you got to be really good at, at driving, which he was. And so, um, it was very exciting and, and I, you know, was thrilled to death and, you know, God, uh, God gave me that desire. Uh, so we go to the racetrack, um, he's waiting for everybody else to come and he said, okay, you go with me. Uh, and now we're on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know he's a, he's telling me how to go, and you know I said okay, you go around the racetrack, and the racetrack is an oval, it's it's a formula what's called a Formula One racetrack, so it's uh, curve sharp curves and straightaways okay. and uh, all kinds of things typical uh, Formula One. Uh, so um, you you come around uh, as you're getting in front of the kind of the entrance. There's a very long straightaway. Uh, and, and that's when you go as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do, and I, and I like going fast, so I'm going fast. And then as you're coming up, there's a wall, um, and because of that wall and a sharp curve, you gotta really slow down and take the curve. So I do, and he says, what are you doing? I said, well, I don't wanna hit the wall. He says, you're not gonna hit the wall. Uh, okay, next time, I'm gonna tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go around again, okay? And he said, now we start the straightaway. He said, okay, punch it. And, and I'm going 200 miles an hour. Oh um, my goodness. And, um, and I'm getting ready. And, and for me, uh, what I had done is I had braked to slow mm-hmm. down. And he said, this time I don't want you to brake. And you, sl- and you hit the, the downshift paddle when I tell you and don't do it until I tell you. Mm-hmm. you know? And so, okay, okay, so I'm going 200 miles an hour. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm gonna hit that wall. There is no way I'm not gonna hit the, and he said, nope, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. He said, now, 
and you downshift and you just immediately comes right down and you make that curve. And it's like, wow. Oh. And, and you can imagine, you know, your, your heart is pounding, you know, but wow, house back, back to, okay, let's go do that again, you know, so, <laughs> so um, uh, you know, God, at the end of that experience, you know, was, um, you know, I, I want you to understand something that I personally allowed you even more than the other guys who were thrilled at what they did, but they didn't, it wasn't the deepest desire of their heart like it was for you, Rich, because mm-hmm. that's who I made you to be. Right. And, and do you understand I gave it to you? Mm. And uh, Which gives you a posture of gratefulness it, too, it's, right? It's gratefulness. And just awe at the bigness of God. And see, the rejoicing goes to a higher level because, mm-hmm. first of all, just rejoicing at the experience right, or the thing that God's doing to give you this thing. But on top of it, you really recognize the personal delight of God to deliver it mm-hmm. and the fact that he did and it took a, a special set of things for it to happen because he said I can orchestrate this and then your rejoicing goes into the depth of that relationship mm-hmm. is look at what God the Father cared about enough about me and that's why this desire of your heart isn't a well, that seems kind of self-centered. No, it's mm-hmm. a it's a way for God to show you his delight, which then raises your delight in the thing itself, but also in just a relationship if God cared enough about it to deliver mm-hmm. it, because you know, I can deliver it. So let's look at, at another verse here, uh, Psalm uh, 20, 1 to 6. Uh, we, we've been in Psalm 37 and Psalm 21. Let's look at Psalm 20, uh, 1 to 6. Sure. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice, Selah. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. We will rejoice in your salvation and in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with saving strength of his right hand. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, uh, he's kind of taking this to a, another level of, um, basically he says, I called to God in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so think about just fundamentally what does that mean? What's happening to me if I'm calling to God in trouble? I'm in some kind of distress. I need an answer. Yeah. Um, something's going on. I feel like I need help with. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a uh, now there's a difficult circumstance. There's a mm-hmm. a business issue, a financial issue, a relationship issue. Uh, a sticky wicket, a sticky, as you call it. A sticky it. wicket <laughs> that um, I can't seem to solve. And as far as I can see, it's not working out or gonna work out because mm-hmm. I see all I see is trouble. Um, right. And by the way, we know, as we've talked about, Jesus said in the world, you're going to have what? You're going to have trouble. You're going to have this trouble. So don't be surprised by it mm-hmm. that uh, this thing just happened or this business issue just happened. Um, call out to me. And he says, uh, I'm going to give you the desire of your heart. Now, this is really cool. Um, when you're in trouble, mm-hmm. uh, what's, the, what's the primary desire of your heart? That it would resolve. <laughs> Get out of it. <laughs> um, have it be resolved. And so he says, um, when you're in that spot, yes, 
you have a desire for this to not last very long, for this not to mm-hmm. overwhelm you, for this not to characterize your life, uh, but rather to be resolved. So it, what I call it, it, it goes off the table mm-hmm. because you don't even think about it anymore. You don't, it doesn't concern you anymore. Um, you know, let me resolve it. Uh, so um, he says, let me give you that desire uh, as I now line it up to bring resolution mm-hmm. to the very thing uh, that you have. Now, now, here's what's really amazing about that. Um, when we have trouble, our perspective is really fundamentally just what? Just just get it over with. Get it done, yeah. Just get it over with. Um, and I'll be happy if it just gets over. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if there's kind of a negative consequence, but at least it's over. And okay, great, that's, that's a fundamental desire. And God says, actually, what I wanna do is take what uh, was uh, intended to harm you Mm-hmm. is I want to turn it into spectacular. Mm. Um, that your experience with this isn't going to be okay, kind of, or it's over, but rather let me turn it into spectacular because I can deliver what was intended to be not, not good or not healthy and harm you. I can turn it into something you know, beautiful. Uh, so we have a, we have great examples in scripture. For example, uh, Joseph. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what happened to him? His brothers did what oh, to him? Sold him off into slavery yeah. and <laughs> threw him in a pit. All they threw things. they threw him in yeah. a hole, and that was it. They thought he was gone. And uh, uh, so his um, you know uh, what his brothers intended uh, for not good. Well, he gets picked up by uh, Pharaoh, and now he's basically. A servant to Pharaoh mm-hmm. um, and of course he uh, gets some favor there and Pharaoh uh, gives him uh, privileges and um, along comes Pharaoh's wife and what does she try to do seduce um, him yeah um, and um, try to tempt him uh, and, and ends up turning on him <laughs> and he says no uh, that's not of God that's not me I don't have a heart for that and she says, okay, then she, she accuses him, and he gets thrown in jail. Uh, so not only is he not at home, he's been a servant, and now he's in jail. Uh, what happens? Well, um, he uh, befriends the jailer, mm-hmm. serves that guy. The jailer says, well, you're pretty skilled. I tell you what, you run, <laughs> uh, you know, don't leave, but you run the jail. Uh, and whatever you, you, know, you do and you do. And, um, and, and by the way, while that happened, the jailer and other people have dreams. Right, and Joseph interpreted those. And he says, you know, what do these mean? God says, well, because I'm gonna give you wisdom, I'm gonna do, do that and give you uh, understanding. And so he does. Uh, and then Pharaoh has a big dream. And he said, I don't know, I don't think about this. What is this? And the jailer happens to hear it and says, hey, I know a guy. Joseph, he can do this. Okay, we'll bring him out here. So he goes out, what's the dream all about? And, God, and, and Joseph tells him, seven years of bounty and seven years of famine, mm-hmm. you, better, you better prepare and get ready. And he says, I received that. I tell you what, 
I'm going to pull you out of jail <laughs> and put you in charge of this thing, uh, which he does. And mm-hmm. he builds, he builds, uh, you know, storages, and and they build and they store instead of using. And they, they prepare store, for it. Yeah. Prepare seven years of famine. Guess who shows up? His brothers. His brothers from Israel, uh, who are in famine and they don't have provision, mm-hmm. and Joseph, uh, you know, through his favor, gives him bounty, and mm-hmm. saves Israel. Uh, okay, so what? What? And it says what? What they intended for evil. God did what? He restored. He used for good. He used for good and made it spectacular. See, so that it it wasn't like, well, Joseph, you just don't have that trouble anymore. Mm-hmm. But rather... And in fact, he was in that trouble for quite a while. Yeah, still. in a variety <laughs> of different levels. And, and so uh, God says, what I'm doing is delivering the desire of your heart to give you spectacular when your first thought is, I'm in trouble... You know what do you have to say about this, mm-hmm. um, and what is it that you want to do, you know, to to deliver this, you know, to me, and what I can. God says I can turn something that is mediocre and and difficult. Not only will I resolve it, but I'm going to move you to the spectacular, mm. um, and I'm going to do something new that um, even though you were in trouble. Uh, it doesn't characterize you and it doesn't right. limit you because I can deliver, you know, the beautiful, the fantastic, the spectacular um, of, of what I have to give you. Um, and, and and in the process, he refines us, too. Yeah. And, and that's just a beautiful gift that he uses any and everything to refine us and make us more like him when our heart is surrendered. Right. Right. And so, uh, you know, we've we've been uh, we've we've we discipled typically through abiding um, you know, I've had couples uh, that come and they sit across the table and they basically said, we're just, we're at the point of, of we're going to separate and divorce mm-hmm. uh, because there's so much trouble. There's so much turmoil. There's so many sticky mm-hmm. wickets. Uh, we just don't even like each other anymore. And it, it would seem like it'd be better to separate than that. And I said, I understand. Um, would you have a, a heart to let God restore it? Um, well, I don't know, you know, and, and uh, well, let me show you what it means to abide with God, walk with God. He'll deliver you the covenant and take the trouble that you're in and translate it into spectacular. Uh, and of course, they don't believe any of that, but it's okay, I'm willing to. And then all of a sudden, they start abiding, they start hearing, God starts resolving it. As far as they're concerned, they're just wanting to get out of trouble. Mm-hmm. And what God does is say, not only did I get you out of trouble where you could at least be together, now I'm going to give you a spectacular life. And one of the exercises we do is the desire of their heart. And they start mm-hmm. to experience the grand, the spectacular, because God says, uh, when you're in trouble, your primary desire is just to get out of trouble. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is not only get you out of trouble, but I'm going to deliver to you spectacular living and experiences and blessing that is going to be overwhelming to you because you had a heart to go um, mm-hmm. and allow me to do that. So as we as we think about the desires of our heart, um, again, it can kind of come from a different couple of different directions. One is, yeah, there's just things I like driving fast. Uh, I'm not in trouble about it. 
but I really like driving fast. Is that something that, you know, God says, let me deliver that to you in a variety of mm-hmm. ways, and I'll thrill you uh, in life to be able to do that. Um, and then when you're in trouble, yeah, I know your desire is to say, could you help me with this? Yes. And I'll take that and deliver it even more spectacular if you have a heart to go, because I can bring mm-hmm. blessing covenant life and by the way you'll receive it and then when you receive it guess what you'll tell other people about it and when right. they're in trouble what are you going to tell them god can do this for you um, yes. come and learn it so it's really uh, an amazing thing of uh, god says one of the one of the great benefits and it's actually a benefit for him is he said i get to deliver to you the desires mm-hmm. of your heart and and give give spectacular living to you so it's it's really it's really remarkable Awesome. He is so good and he is glorified in the midst of it. And um, and I know even as we conclude this conversation, there's probably people who are listening that also are like, wait a second, what's the difference between that and name it, claim it? Yep. So maybe next next time we go into that just a little bit and help people to see even looking back on your story, how on the driving fast, you know, wanting a car versus God refining your heart and refining the desires to match what he wanted to give you, which was truly what would bring your heart joy. Yeah. So, you know, some of those things I think will be good to talk about next time. Yeah. Um, and just a little tease, a tease on that, that yeah. is that um, uh, if you go to that name it and claim it, interesting mm-hmm. enough, and we'll talk about the why of that, if you go to that place, you actually have disqualified yourself from receiving Absolutely. it. It's really interesting that it, it absolutely isn't of God because there's something yes. about it that we need to understand that you yeah. can't you can't go that way. Right. So uh, let's talk about that because yeah. I think that is where people struggle the most when we have this conversation. And yeah, so sure. Fleshing yeah. that out would be great. Yep. Okay. Well, All right. Fine. Well, thanks so yeah. much. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say thanks for joining us, everyone. If you have any questions, be sure to send them in to questions at afjministry.com. And we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Yep, we do. We'll see you then. We'll talk about that. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.